Hello, 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 and welcome. I'm Victor Fernandez, and I'm here to tell you that true health and well-being is a family affair on the Healthy Bodies, Healthy Families podcast. Hello and welcome to a special installment of the Healthy Bodies, Healthy Families podcast. I am your host, Victor Fernandez. Appreciate you all being with me here today. And I say a very special edition of the podcast because I do have not just a very special guest, but I also have my very first guest on the show. So he's he's definitely, he has to be number one. I'm telling you that right <laughs> He had to be number one. That goes without saying there was going to be no argument there. But before we get into that, you know, I have a little homework assignment for you. Won't take long, I promise. I know we all hate homework. At least I know I did when I was in school. But it's definitely going to help me reach more people and help them understand better what it means when I say it's never too late to pursue your dreams. And here it is. Subscribe to my podcast through your favorite platform of choice, Spotify, Apple, CastBox. Leave a great review. Five star would be even better. And then share this podcast with your family, your friends, your neighbors, people you randomly cross paths with on the street, anyone and everyone, because the more we reach, the more people we can help. You know, and that's especially true for today's episode because my special guest, he's helped thousands of fitness professionals, as he says, get what they're worth. And, that's a, and, I, and I am firsthand, firsthand experience with that because he is, he is my mentor, he is my coach, I like to call him my friend as well. I hope he calls me that as well. I won't speak for him, uh, but he's also the owner and founder of Smart Shark and co-owner and co-founder of Fit Pro Collective. And collectively, he has helped thousands of fitness professionals like me get paid what they're worth by creating thriving businesses and careers within the fitness industry. He has 13 years of experience in the fitness industry a decade more than I have. So I definitely have a lot to learn from him. Has written two books, more than 100 blogs, and co-hosts his own podcast, The Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast. And of course, can't forget, loving husband to be lovely and talented, Renee Loudermilk, and I've already given away the last name here. And I have to say this before I introduce him, on point with his Halloween decoration game. Don't believe me? Check out his photos, Google, Google his name. I'll tell you his name in just a second. Check out his photos from his home in Dallas, Texas. I wouldn't have the time and patience to do it, but I know he loves doing it. So it, it looks awesome. He is the one, the only Jonathan Loudermilk. Jonathan, how are you doing today? Such huge, huge praise, my friend. That's, that's honestly the best intro I've ever been given. And I'm just so humbled and grateful to, to be able to be in your life. And I get to be the first guest. So hopefully I can set the bar high for the, the future guests to come. Oh, that goes without saying. The bar has been set high already. <laughs> they have a tough hill to climb, as they, as they say. And it's all true. It's all true. I tell people, I mean, before we even get into the Q&A, just telling people, I mean, I've been working with Jonathan now since what, uh, July, August? It's like four months. Seems like forever. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three, four months now. And he's, he's made an absolute world of difference in my world, in my business, you know, and there's more to learn. I mean, really, I'm just, you know, scratching the surface right now with what I can learn from him. I'm sure he's forgotten more about helping people get what they're worth than, than I will ever know. You know, and, and perfect segue to 
your, 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 your mantra, your mission statement, get people paid what they're worth, help people get paid what they're worth. We know your mission in life is to help as many fitness professionals do just that. Can you share with, with my listeners what that specifically means and what it meant back when you first started your businesses and what it means now all these years later? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm actually going to rewind the clock to what I believe were the, I guess, seeds planted in me at a younger age. Now, it would take a while to manifest to what we're talking about today, which I'm going to get to that. But I think to really get the story, the point across is we need to go back to younger Jonathan. So younger Jonathan started off as a personal trainer, fresh out of college, sports medicine degree, and really didn't know anything. But like most people, when they come out of college, you think they know everything. But once I got in and actually started working with clients and really understanding, you know, what they're really looking for and what it comes down to, I, you know, I started to realize that fitness was just the vehicle in which we got there, right? You know, most people come in, they start working out, they want to tone, they want to lose weight, they want to get rid of their back pain, which is great. And all those things will benefit your life. But as I dug deeper with the clients that I was building these relationships with, it was often something that had nothing to do with fitness. But by improving fitness, they were able to do more of that thing that they wanted to attract in their life, right? Which kind of brings up, you know, what are those other areas of people's lives that we look at? And, you know, something my mentor, Ryan Stuman, um, has broken down for, for me, which is, you know, where I've used in this mantra the last couple of years is really the four most important areas of your life. Now, those four areas being, you know, one of them is going to be your fitness. You know, you could do well in a lot of other areas, but if you have all these health issues, you know, I think it's like that, that age old saying, like, you know, people work their whole life to grab riches, but then they spend all their riches to reclaim their lost health which is like what well, defeats the whole purpose of like doing anything at that point. And then you have the other three areas. You've got your finances. You know, money isn't everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. <laughs> right? love it. Yeah. And then you then you have your family, right? And that could be biological family. That could be family of choice, people you just choose to do life with. And, and then wrapping it all up, I think it really comes down to your faith. And I'm not here to talk about Christianity or God with you today. But I will talk about the faith that we hold within ourselves. And the truth is most people don't go after what they want in life because they don't believe that they deserve it for some reason or another. Maybe it was a family member that told them they weren't worth it, or maybe they've had a lot of rejection and struggle their whole life and they've never gotten that win. So just the idea of living on a certain level is so foreign to them. They end up self-sabotaging themselves and making poor decisions. I see it happen every single day. So I share this long-winded backstory with you because what I fell in love with, Victor, was, it, don't get me wrong, losing 50 pounds is cool or PRing like a heavy weight and all those things are great. But what got me the most excited back in the early on in my career was watching the mindset shift. You know, watching someone go through fitness, go through that journey, get the result they're looking for, and then all of a sudden, all the other areas of their life started to flourish. They were able to mend relationships with their spouse that looked good on the service, but the truth is they were broken underneath, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes, and we kind of joke about this, but uh, it's actually not worth joking about, but 
you know, I feel like I've created at least like half a dozen divorces through my training I've done with people. And I don't, it's not directly my fault, but the person changed in that process. And then they're looking at their spouse going, you know what, like, this is not where we're going to live. And then they end up, you know, going their separate ways. And, you know, seeing that person go out there and quote unquote, get what they're worth, which goes way beyond just money, is getting what you're worth in your personal relationships, is getting what you're worth within your keeping the promises you make to yourself, is getting what you're worth in your fitness and going, this is the type of life that I want to live. And then, yes, there is a financial component of getting what you're worth, where at the end of the day, like people aren't just going to give you what you want in life on a silver platter. You got to be willing to do the work and ask for it. But it's through that process that you end up building that inner belief within yourself and you start setting standards versus goals, which I'm a firm believer of, you know, we set goals quite often, but we hardly reach them. But when's the last time you set a standard for yourself that you didn't reach? And once again, that standard could be, here's the standard I hold within my family. This is how me and my wife are going to build our family together. This is how we're going to communicate. These are traditions, right? Setting standards financially. Here's the standard that we live at. We do not go below this, right? Setting standards for yourself, right? What are those standards that you do no matter what, doesn't matter what the other person says or does. These are really comes down to what I, ca I call core values and who you are. Right. And we could go on and on with this, but it really started for me, Victor, realizing with clients that wasn't really fitness that they wanted. It was the other things, but fitness is how we got there. Thus began my fascination of the mindset change. And as I've worked through the industry, you know, I worked my way up the corporate ladder of things um, from personal trainer, fitness manager, general manager, regional small group train manager, the list goes on. And that's where I fell in love with helping trainers. You know, I realized at the end of the day, there's only so many people I could impact by myself because there's only so many hours in the day. If I really want to help people go get what they're worth, then I have to be able to create other leaders as I do under this. So that's really where I, I developed the skill set and the passion for helping trainers. And that obviously translated to the last three years of me starting and launching two companies. And we've just been rolling ever since. And obviously you're a byproduct of that. So super grateful to, to have you in there. And it's been really cool to see the, the mindset changes with you as well as all the other clients we work with. And I think it's when people realize it's not all about the money. When you focus on the right behaviors, and the right focuses, the money actually takes care of itself. I know it's, it's, and it's not funny that you mentioned that, but I guess in a way it is that I had just before, before we came on here to start, to start recording this episode, I was sitting down in front of the computer writing one of our core four posts, actually my last one for the day. And it was about, you know, being upset with myself yesterday because I became so fixated on getting ready for the week with my business and what I needed to get done this week that I had, you know, basically pushed off my son from playing a board game with him that he had asked about earlier in the day. And, and that really, I mean, pissed me off, you know, because that's, that's like you said, that's, that's a part of the standard that I have set for myself and I didn't meet it yesterday. Yep. You know, and, uh, and that's, and that may not seem like something big. I know we're talking about a business where we're trying to make money and trying to earn a living and all that, 
But one thing I've learned over time, and certainly in in our in our you know working together these past you know past few months, is that like you said, it has so it has so much more to do with how we view ourselves and how we carry ourselves and how we look at how we want to approach life. You know that is 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 as important, if not more important, than anything else we do, because it, it basically it it details it highlights who we are. You know, yeah, and, and I'll share this too, man. So this was, I want to say like last year. So this is last year, which was, you know, really where our business took off, right? You know, COVID was a, a curse for a lot of people. I'll be honest, man, we, we soared. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Just being honest, you know, on right place, right time. So we're doing this and I'm doing all the business things, man, doing the posts, doing sales calls, working with clients, creating content, creating a lot of what you see now. And as I'm going through this, I noticed that when I was spending time with my wife, I wasn't there. And what I mean by that is I was looking at my phone all the time. I was replying to messages and I had blocked off time to invest in my family of choice, my wife, but I wasn't really present. And I didn't become aware of this, Victor, until we started taking photos together. Cause like, we're just not, not naturally photo people, but it's something that we've obviously shifted to because we want to share with people our relationship and who we are. But I noticed in those pictures, she wasn't smiling. It was one of those fake smiles. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I could tell. And the first reaction was like, why, why aren't you happy? I'm creating all this revenue. I'm helping you get what you're worth by leading by example. All these thoughts of like, how dare you not smile? And the truth was, it was my fucking fault. Because I wasn't spending, the, dude, I wasn't spending yeah. the time. She didn't want money. She didn't, she doesn't care about status or this. She wants my time. You know, she wants me to be present in the moment and actually build that side. And that's where I had to hold myself accountable going, well, if I really want this new standard with how we operate as a family and we're, and you know, we're trying to have a baby now and all these different things, then I have to show up and be the leader and value that side of my life just as much as the business side. Because at the end of the day, you know, you could build this massive business, but if you're not doing those, those things to check on the other areas of your life, like your family, then it's not going to be worth it. Who are you going to spend it with? You got all this stuff. Good for you. Who do you have around you? fucking no one. It's like my biggest fear. So that's when I started setting mandatory mandatory time where I turn off my phone. I don't look at it. And trust me, it's one of the hardest things I've ever done, Victor. It's so hard for me to do that. But I know if I can do that for that one, two hours a day with her, then that's going to help build that side of things as well. So I share that with you because you shared yours, man. And we all go through it in our lives. We just have to get clear and honest with ourselves like you did, which, man, I think that's awesome. It takes a lot of courage to look in the mirror and go, I'm not living up to what I said I would do, but I'm going to fix that. I got to say one thing, if you've gotten already a kind of a, a small taste of, of Jonathan, his personality, his, his drive, his passion. Now imagine a little Jonathan running around. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're definitely, they're going to be in sales, whether they stay with sales is up to them, but they will try it out at some point in their life. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. You know, uh, uh, it's great to hear. Great to hear. Definitely. I'm sure it'll be a welcome addition to the, uh, to the family and to Smart Shark and and every and everybody else. So, talk a little bit about you mentioned obviously just the, that balance, and that's what I wrote about earlier. The work life balance needs some work. 
And it still does for me, especially when it comes to organizing my day from a business perspective, a personal perspective. So how did you get over that hump to the point where you've got your schedule laid out and this is the way it's yeah. going to be and I don't deviate from there? So, so this was really my mindset and it's really switching from an employee mindset to a business owner. It's honestly like be, becoming a, a full-fledged business owner has changed like who I am. Like not even the same person if you taught me five years ago. Mm -hmm. And that mindset has shifted. This is when you're an employee, you're paid for the attempt, right? No matter what, you're getting, you're getting some money. As a business owner, you don't get paid for what you try for. You get paid for what actually you connect with and send over that back wall. <laughs> so I started viewing my life that way. And I started setting my schedule that way too, is it's not about how long you do something. It's about, are you able to get it done and completed to a certain level of a standard, right? That needs to be done. And, and when I started running my business that way, I started realizing like, wow, I don't have to work 12 hours a day to have a good day. You know, if I can get that same amount of work done in four hours, then I have those extra six hours to do what I want with them. Right. And then I started treating my other areas of my life too, like my fitness. Like I hired a personal trainer about four months ago. Cause I'm like, that's one thing that even I don't want to think about. Mm -hmm. Right. I am a human being too. And it's so funny, Victor, I tell people my background in fitness and like, you have a trainer. Why do you have a trainer? I'm like, why does a dentist have a dentist? Why do, why, do, why do coaches have coaches? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I have a trainer that holds me accountable. I, for one thing I don't have to think about, and I just show up and do the work, but I show up on, it's not about how long I work out. It's about what did I do? So every workout, I complete what is set for the objective. If I get it done in 40 minutes, cool. If, I, if it takes me an hour and 10 minutes, doesn't matter. Some days are better than others, but I have that blocked off or here's what's accomplished. And then same thing with the family time, right? That's every day, non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. I spend time doing that. And when I started putting all this together, this is where I realized, Victor, there is no work-life balance. There's 100% in everything, and it's time management mm -hmm. and what you're doing. And I think that people try to separate these different areas of their life. Well, I'm a dad in this area. I'm a boss in this area. I'm a client in this area. Versus if you just get in tune with who you are and you really understand this one principle of how we do one thing is how we do everything. Mm -hmm. Life gets a lot simpler and it, and it takes away the excuses of you showing up for one area, not the other. Absolutely. And, 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 and I must admit that's still something I'm learning in the process of learning. Like Jonathan said, some days are better than others. Yesterday was not a good day. Oh. You know, and uh, it was, you know, like I said, it was, it was, but it, I was proud of myself and the fact that I actually, uh, that I noticed it, that I, that I saw it was happening. And by the time it was, a, it was a literally a virtual slap in the face when I looked at the clock and I saw it was nine o'clock time for, for Zach's bedtime and we hadn't played that game. And I went right to him and apologized. And, and I know to him, it, it was fine, but it wasn't fine with me. Right. You know? And and that's made, that's something that not that long ago I would have glossed completely over, you know, to my detriment, to my family's detriment, you know, and and again, not perfect at it, far from it. I don't think we ever get perfect at it. I don't think there's any such thing as perfection. If we're looking for that, we're going to be looking till the day we die because it's never going to come. But you know, I like to think that with your help and 
and the work I've been able to do and the support of so many other people from my family on down, you know, that I'm getting better at it. You know, yeah. one thing's for sure, I'm not sabotaging myself like I used to. And that kind of another, another segue to my next uh, question for you is, uh, what are the biggest challenges you see, be it fitness pros, but I imagine this would apply to anyone in life, the biggest challenges people face where they, that lends itself to people sabotaging themselves. Cool. So there's two things to this, and this is, uh, this is not just for fit pros. This is just people in general mm -hmm. is number one, people underestimate what they can do in a year, but they overestimate what they can do in a day or a month. Mm -hmm. And what happens is when people finally want to make a change, they want to take, they, they want to compress time at such a rate where it's like, maybe it took them 10 years of poor decisions to land in this spot. And then they get mad when it doesn't fix itself completely within 60 or 90 days. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's when it's like, Hey, I didn't get into this hole overnight. I'm not going to get out of this hole overnight, but I know if I start winning more days than not, then that means that I'm moving in the right direction. And now it becomes not a question of if I'm going to get there, it's how fast am I going to get there? That's so that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is this whole imposter syndrome. And I want to share something with you and for you and your listeners. People think that imposter syndrome is something that you only get when you first start something new, where the truth is it never goes away. Mm -hmm. Ever. It's like that uncle that's just like won't get a job and an alcoholic and he's always asking for to sleep on your couch and to borrow your shit. And it's just like, ah. Why do I keep helping Uncle Tony? I'm like, well, it's Uncle Tony. It's family, right? That's kind of <laughs> how imposter syndrome works, right? It never quite goes away. But what happens is, is you get better at silencing it, not saying positive mantras in the mirror, which, by the way, I'm not saying that that doesn't help. It does. But it, but you start beating imposter syndrome by doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do that. The fastest path to slaying imposter syndrome is building confidence. The fastest way to build confidence is start keeping the promises mm -hmm. that you make to others like your son. Yeah. And like I make to my wife and God knows how many other people. And when you actually start doing that, it becomes so far less about what the other person thinks like, oh yeah, this person is great. You could care less because you're like, I know what I did to get here. I know that I kept every single promise, even when it was inconvenient. I showed up every single day, even though some days were better than others, but hey, I'm here and I'm accounted for. And when you do that for a long enough period of time, that's when you start winning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen to that. That's for sure. Let's talk a little bit about your businesses. And okay. obviously we know they're growing. They're growing fast and will continue to grow as, as we move forward. Where do you see it? going from here you, we went back in time at the beginning of the uh, of the episode yeah now we're going to go forward 5 10 15 20 years where do you see jonathan loudermilk smart shark fit pro collective all that down the road man i i right now i'll be honest i look about a year and ahead and that's about as far as i can handle <laughs> <laughs> now i can share with you dreams and all this stuff but 
you know, in terms of like, what am I doing and what are we measuring as winning? I look about a year out, right? Mm -hmm. So as we look at my first year in business was just getting the damn thing off the ground, like mm -hmm. anybody, right? And that was a, fuck, that was a rough year. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work and a lot of praying. Me and God got super tight that year. I'll tell you that. Um, then the next year, you know, once again, carrying momentum, you know, we, we hit a new stratosphere where I had to create a separate company just to help the first one because of the overflow. And that's Fit Pro Collective, which is like our group coaching program. Mm -hmm. And as we've gone in this year, it's been really dialing in systems and it's been, you know, hiring new people and really growing the team. Because once again, there's only, I can only do so much. Like I need to bring on other people. So you know, really looking into the future, man, it's really just growing what we already have in place. Like we've got the winning play, mm -hmm. we've got the systems, we've got our message where we're bringing on the right coaches. Now it's bringing on team members that can help us help more people as we continue to go through this. And I've got some cool things I'm doing too. Like I've got a book coming out next month. Um, it's called we, Group we answered my next question just before, uh, just before yeah, I yeah, asked. Yeah. Well, 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 I'll, I'll save that for your question then. Um, <laughs> no, no, go but, right ahead. Tell them the name of your book and how they can get it, you know, and yeah, when it comes so, out, I know it launches soon. So I, I was asked by my coach this year to write a book and like most people, I was like, fuck, I gotta write a book. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. I was not excited. I was not <laughs> thrilled. Cause I'm like, I feel like there's two book writers, right? There's, there's the one that's super passionate. They're like, I've had this story in my heart for a decade. And they're like, I want to put it out there. That wasn't me. Um, <laughs> then there's the one that's like, Hey, like if you want to get your message out and help more people do the best way is to write a book. And that's why I've done this. Right. So mm -hmm. this has nothing to do with money. I promise you, I will not recoup what I paid to get help to get this going up here, <laughs> but that's not why I'm, that's not why I did the book. I wrote the book because I wanted to share some of the lessons and stories I've gone through that helped me reach some of the mindset that I'm at with, you know, how life I believe is for you, not against you. And sometimes those things that are for us don't come in the form of something that's pleasant. Sometimes it comes in the form of someone that you cannot stand or they are the the trolliest of the trolls and they're hating on you. There's a lot of times life puts specific people and circumstances around you to help sharpen you into who you need to become to go to that next level. And that's where I really talk about this groom for greatness level is, you know, everybody has a, a, a predetermined path, I believe, but it's up to their decisions, whether they see that path to fruition, which is the most elite version of themselves in that lifetime. And I go through and I share the lessons of like, what are some of the ones that I went through? Because Victor, if you look, if you heard my beginning story, dude, I should not be where I'm at today. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like I couldn't speak till I was three years old. And now I get paid to speak to people around the world. It's crazy. But if you look at like how I was born and what I went through, dude, you never would have put two and two together. Like, well, that, that makes sense why he's there. It's kind of like, damn, well, how the fuck did he get there? <laughs> <laughs> well, I share with you those pivotal moments and a lot of them were super painful, but they're what forged me and helped turn me to who I am today. So I don't regret any of them. I'm grateful for them, actually. How have those, and, and to be honest, and I have to say this, everyone, because, and I'm a little ashamed of myself with the 26 years of reporting experience that I have, that I didn't know that those little tidbits of information about your early life. I had, I, you're hearing it 
well, I guess I'm hearing it for the first time since we're recording this first, but you're hearing it essentially as I'm hearing it, you know, because I didn't know that, you know, and, and yeah, that's, 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 that's an incredible story. It's one of those things that's super painful for me, man. I don't like talking about it, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, when I was, when I was young and you're supposed to be able to talk by the time you're two, Mm -hmm. um, Jonathan was still doing beeps and boops and hums and, got taken to God knows how many doctors. And most of them told my mom that, Hey, your son is uh special. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the word that they use, but I'll let you fill that in the blank for that. But that fortunately my mom is just as stubborn as me, probably where I got it. And she took me to enough doctors. So a doctor finally said something that made more sense. And what we found out, Victor was my ears were blocked up with earwax and that's why I couldn't hear anything, thus learning how to talk. So they cleaned out my ears. I did speech therapy for about a year. And then next thing I know, I was talking a mile a minute from what I was told. <laughs> I, had a, I had a bunch of stuff to say, apparently. I've been holding in for a few years. But that's how my indoctrination into human society and then learning how to talk to people and learning how to build relationships, I was on the slow curve for that. So that was a big uphill battle just to learn basic communication communication skills and, and relationship building at a very young age. And obviously you mentioned you had a lot bottled up inside. You had a lot to say and you continue Apparently. to have a lot to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know? how do you think those early years shaped you? Not even for what you're doing in your career, but just as a, as a person, as a man. So for me, man, like every time I've gone through something that's been challenging and let's take learning how to speak for one it's given me a unique perspective. And I think it's really what built me in. Cause I believe I was put on this earth to coach people. You know, I feel like that's why I was designed and put on this earth. And it's kind of hard to coach people if you don't have experiences. And a lot of those experiences are not, are the not so good experiences, right? Cause you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll learn a lot from a success, but you will learn way more from failure. And I always joke with people, but You know, I feel like my life has been checking every wrong door just to find the right one. (laughs) So not only can I give you perspective of, hey, here's what the here's why this thing works. But here's the other 49 doors I checked. And I'm going to tell you, they do not lead where you want to go. I already looked for you. (laughs) There you go. There you go. So where does and obviously we know that you don't look more than a year or so ahead you know, no sense looking five, 10 years beyond a lot can change between now and then. But where do you see yourself just as a person, as yeah. a human being moving forward, well, get old, as you get older, like me, who's about to turn 50? Yeah. <laughs> well, so, so the ultimate dream, dude, is, well, one, I want to build a family. Like we're trying to have a kid. Now we're going through that process. Always. Um, yeah. Um, I want to get into speaking on stages, right? You know, and do more public speaking, which honestly, that's a big fear of mine, obviously, from what I told you from where mm-hmm. I started. But I know for me, the next level, that's how I got to get there. So I have to go through that stuff and I have to do the work that put me in a position where I can continue to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I'll share with you, man, is I ultimately want to get to a point where I'm not running the business. I'm the figurehead, right? And I've got a team running it. And what I want to get into is actually investing in other fitness businesses and, and be more of an investor side and a mentor on the board. Because um, funny story, man, I spent all this time on the corporate side trying to change the system that they did not want me to change. So I was always in the <laughs> principal's office. Um, and what I found is you can't change it from the bottom up. You got to change it from the top down. 
So this would be like me coming back full circle going, hey, now I get to actually roll out these strategies and principles that I know work and I get to make affect real change in the industry that way. So that's kind of like the big term is getting in and being able to invest in businesses and guide and mentor and help you know them grow their businesses and what they're doing from more of an investor standpoint. And obviously, like I said, you know, be able to change things. You got to change from the top to the bottom, but you have to have people below you that are willing to make that change. Like you said, you yes. know, you, you, you dealt with resistance every step of the way in the, on the corporate side of, of this thing. You know, but now you, even, even if you were an investor, even though you were, you were the top dog, you're going to need people below me who are going to, again, follow your lead, you know, embrace what you're saying, embrace the vision, trust the vision, trust the process. So how do you go about, you know, and I take it back to our very first conversation, which I'll be honest, seems like a long, long time, a lot longer than it really was. Right. When I say it was back in July, if I remember correctly. Yeah. How do you go about determining, yes, this is a person I know I can help and I want to work with them or no, this isn't somebody I, I want to work with. No, no, for sure. So, so here's what I've learned about leadership. Cause once again, I never wanted to be a leader, have zero, I still have zero desire to do it, but I realized that I have to become one, right? Cause leading needs to be done. And the best way to lead is lead by example. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you're talking to someone, they're only going to listen to so much of what you say. But I promise you, they watch 100 percent of what you do, how you do it and why you do it. So when you can walk the talk, whatever that is, whether it's in your personal relationships, your business, your faith, doing the work to say it puts you in a real position of influence. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, the second thing, what. So what was the, man, you got me on a tangent. <laughs> you got me on for what rephrase the question. I had something else I was going to say. And then I had a, a, a brain fart. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. How do you go about determining when you sat oh, who, down with who's me, a good fit? Yeah. Who's a good fit and who isn't? How did you realize that? Yes, I was a good fit or no, I wasn't. Yeah. So man, the more I do this and, you know, we talk about the business side marketing and all mm -hmm. that fun stuff, man, at the end of the day, we don't attract what we want, but we always attract who we are. Mm -hmm. Every time, every time I've looked back in a situation, whether it was in business or in my personal, those people were in my life because of the level that I was at in my life. So I share that with you because there was times where I was not at a very good level in my life. And then I kept attracting the wrong people and then wondering why my life was getting more hectic versus simpler and easier. As I started to focus on leveling myself up, what's helped me do that is get really clear on what I call core values, right? Mm -hmm. And core values are simple words that represent principles that you live and die on and how you operate your life. Mm -hmm. So I'll share my four. So number one is integrity. How you do one thing is how you do everything. If there's anything that is some, like remotely even brings it up, like, is it? I already know the answer. It's a no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Think of Randy Jackson. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes things really simple, right? Now, the second thing I look at is going to be results, right? Now, everything that I do is based on getting a result. Now, how we get there is we follow the process and have the right behaviors. But I got so frustrated, Victor, working for people that were so focused on being right that they, they were overlooking how the wind and that was them protecting their own egos and their job and all that stuff that has nothing to do with actually getting results, which infuriates me. 
So that's why that's my second core value. <laughs> Everything we do is based on results. If you work with us or you're a client, that's what you're going to hear us hammer home, talk about, and focus on. Mm -hmm. um, number three is going to be simplicity. Mm -hmm. And what I found is, is most of our problems in life are actually very simple solutions. The reason we come up with complex solutions is smart people look at something if they can't figure it out, then it has to be complicated. <laughs> you know, if you don't believe you can't me, see me, I'm raising my hand because that's me to a T. Well, I think about this too, <laughs> like you lose the remote and it's not that you could possibly be sitting on it or it fell on the couch. It's like, man, my wife stole the remote. Where does she hide it? I just think we had a Jeff Foxworthy sighting in here. Yeah. Well, it's, well, think about that. Your first thought is like, man, my wife took the remote. And then you're coming up with this complex solution to where the hell is the remote when the truth is you're sitting on it. <laughs> Stand up and look at the damn moat. It's under your tuckets, right? <laughs> yep. And I think about that in our lives. Like how many times, like I promise you, if you actually dug deep and go, what does this look like if it's simple? The solution's staring you right in the face, which is why that's focused. Now, last but not least, which has ultimately transformed my life is ownership, man. You know, if you're looking for a book to read, I highly recommend you get Extreme Ownership from Jocko, I think it's Willignitz or Will, I can't pronounce his last name, the Navy SEAL guy that's all over the damn place. The book is phenomenal. And yeah, they're using really cool analogies about battle and combat and you know, making split decisions with gunfire. But if you actually peel all that stuff back and you dig into the principles, following that, those principles will change your life. Because so many times we look at external circumstances as to why this didn't happen or why we can't do that. When you finally get your mindset to a point where if it's meant to be, it's up to me and you own everything, it makes life extremely simpler because now you can focus on the solution and solving that problem, right? So I share those core values with you. Give me an example is what that's what I tick off every time I talk to someone and that's in business or in personal life. Because the truth is, I don't want to hang out with people that don't live by those core, at least a couple of those core values, even in my personal life, because then that's going to mess up my group and it's going to pull me away from becoming the best version of myself. Everybody's mind blown yet. <laughs> Seriously. Well, well, dude, when we first talked, dude, we, it wasn't even a sales call. We talked yep. about integrity for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that's how I was like, yep, he gets it. Absolutely. You know, you and know? Uh, well, I faked it. Well, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. You know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, folks, this is a man who has definitely helped me think differently about, well, just about everything. You know, and not just from a business perspective, because frankly, this was all new to me running a business. I haven't been in the fitness industry all that long, three years now, about a decade less than Jonathan has, you know, and I know I have a lot more to learn, you know, but I've definitely learned a lot in these last few months and learned a lot about myself, which ultimately is more important than anything else I do, because if I learn about myself and it's all and at least some of its good things you know, I'm bound to do some good out there as well. Yeah. And, and something else too is, you know, I used to be someone that didn't invest in themselves. I invested in everyone else, but me. And then, mm -hmm. then I would be baffled about how I feel. I felt like I was living in groundhog day and I was <laughs> Bill Murray every day, waking up. And no matter what I did, 
I never quite got to the next day. It was the same thing over and over. And I actually did that for five years, Victor, five years till I eventually started realizing, you know what? If I invest in myself and I better myself, well, one, I'm guaranteed an ROI, right? Because I'm willing to do the work. Number two, the government can't tax it. <laughs> That's right. So especially now, like- but dude, they I will spend, try. They will try. <laughs> dude, I spend about 25 to 30 grand a year on, on coaching. You know, and it's because I know, look, if I want to help my clients do better and attract bigger and better clients, then the best investment is in me. And then I can help share that with all the people that I have the privilege of influencing. And, you know, that investment is going to look different for everybody. Like I've got a personal trainer, I've got a chiropractor, I've got a business coach, I've got a book coach, like I've got all these specialists that are leaning into their genius zone, which we're working as a team to go, cool, how do we use this to, to help all of us win at the end with this thing? And that's probably been the fastest path that I've found to success is the more I invest in that, the faster I grow. Absolutely. Amen to that. Well, let everyone know where they can find you online, social media, cool. carrier pigeon, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you got, let people know where to find it. Cause I guarantee you there's going to be fit pros out there and people that maybe aren't fit pros that just yeah. want so, somebody to teach them how to lead and how to help. Yeah. So, so the, the, the easiest way to find me is I'm on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, you can find me at Jonathan Loudermilk. I will have this in the show notes. I, I'm sure. Um, and then I've got a Facebook group for fit pros called real talk, with real fit pros. That's probably the best place to come in. And if you're interested in grabbing a copy of my book, once again, this gears towards fitness pros a lot. Cause that's, that's what I've done like my whole life. So that's my frame of reference for like everything, but there are a lot of transferable lessons and principles that you can learn in that and apply to your life. Um, that's going to be dropping November 5th. Um, and if you go to jonathanlottermilk.com, you will be able to get yourself a copy of that, or you can jump on Amazon when that drops. I'll definitely be doing that. That's, that's absolutely for sure. Jonathan, I certainly appreciate all your time today, every day, not just with the podcast, but you have to, you have to also understand everybody is listening out there. He's the, he, he's the person who said, you need to start a podcast. You need, you need to do this. Here's a great opportunity to get your message out there and to reach more people. I may not have done that if, if, if he hadn't kind of given me that, that push, that nudge, you know, to, to be able to do that. So I am, I am forever grateful for everything you've done and continue to do, you know, because I know I'll be utilizing you on a well, daily basis till you get sick of me. And even then, you know, and uh, but everyone's obviously take a look at his at, at his work, what he's done. Check out his social media, all that. Get a copy of his book. I know it's going to be mind blowing. Jonathan, once again, I appreciate all your time. No, absolutely, Victor. And, you know, and for y'all listening to this, um, Victor's got a heart of gold. And that's how I know that he's going to win no matter what he does. Truth is, he already wanted to do the podcast. He just needs someone to give him permission. So here we are. Right. So definitely make sure, leave a review, reach out to Victor if you need help with anything. This guy's leading the example of what great looks like when it comes to building um, a solid family foundation. And obviously fitness is part of how we get there. But as we talked about, there's a lot of other areas. So, man, I appreciate you letting me jam on here, Victor. It's been cool as hell to watch you grow um, and help people by helping them first. Um, man, it's just truly a blessing to watch you shine your gift. And I appreciate being your first guest, brother. Well, I appreciate that. We're going to have 
to do it again down the road, absolutely. We'll have to have you as a return guest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone, thanks very much. Thanks again to Jonathan for, uh, for joining us today. As he said, make sure to check it out. You know, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, CastBox, Spotify. I don't think I'm missing any. Enjoy. Hope you learned something from it. Take away something from it and that it resonates with you. And until next time, remember, it's never too late. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. If you would like to connect with me about health and fitness coaching, there's a number of ways you can do that. You can send me an email to ocmdfernandezfit at gmail.com or a text to 814-504-7774 or just find me on social media, both on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook at Victor Fernandez123. Pretty creative name, don't you think? And Fernandez Fit LLC. And on Instagram at Fernandez Fit LLC. I want to thank you once again for listening to the show. I hope you really enjoyed it. And until next time, remember health and fitness truly is a family affair. <laughs>